Today is Thursday, September 13th, and we are back in the studio tonight to talk some college football, highlight some games, and talk some NFL, and highlight some games as well. We do have a special segment coming up tonight. Uh, We are going to pick our favorite top three college football moments, but nonetheless, I'm joined here by my co-hosts, with the S, plural, so I got more than one. Uh, Parker Houck, how are we doing? Good, good. I like sports. Let's talk about it. And Tom Winker, who hails from Indianapolis. How we doing? Boys are back. Good to be. Good to be back. Got the clan all in here tonight. So let's just how how we doing tonight? But how we feeling? We feeling good? We feeling good about week week one for NFL, week two for college football. How we feeling? I'm doing better than the residents of North Carolina. That's yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Um. But yeah, all we're going to do tonight here is we're going to, instead of going through the recap of all the games um, some for time-consuming strains and because you don't want to hear that hoopla and go through all the games, we are going to start with college football. And what we're going to do is just highlight, uh, you know, a couple key games of the week. Um, and we're going to go from there. And I don't really care who starts it off. So, Parker, once I cue the music, um, you know what, buddy? You can uh, you can go for it, all right? Does that sound good? Yep. It's okay with me. You, you got you got some good ones tonight, Park? Yeah, actually, I got – there's some uh, – it's a lot more packed schedule this week than it was week two. Week two was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say the same thing. It's kind of down, I guess. I mean, there, there's, there's some upsets. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think this week's going to be a good one, but, um, actually scratch that Parker, go ahead with your uh, picks. I don't have the music queued up. I don't know it. My, my, uh, my, my iPad, right. My trusted iPad is not, uh, cooperating with me at the moment. So if you would just go ahead and uh, highlight your games right now, uh, break them down, maybe give us, give us a little uh, synopsis of what you think might happen. Uh, any surprises? Um, go ahead. It's all you. What do you want? Like three? Yeah, just pick three. Uh, we're going to do top three and, uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, first off, Texas versus USC, uh, kind of big time schools that haven't really shown it the last couple of years. Well, for Texas, it's been pretty much since like McCoy was there. Um, Texas is at home, I believe. And I'm going to take Texas in this one, thinking Tom Herman's going to want to show out. I mean, beginning of the season was kind of disappointing. And I also think USC is still very much overrated uh, freshman quarterback. The JT Daniels, he's supposed to be pretty good. But I feel like he's going to struggle on this big stage, just like he did a week ago. And, uh, another game I got highlighted, Nick, I'm sure that you want to talk about this too, and you still can, Ohio State against TCU. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. Excuse me. <laughs> Game day is going to TCU's campus instead of in Dallas, which I think is bogus because they don't want to uh, deal with Ohio State fans because of the whole bias with Urban Meyer. But I'm obviously going to take Ohio State in this one. I don't even think it's going to be close. I think they're going to wipe the floor with them, make a statement. Um, and then my last game, I guess, Oklahoma State versus Boise State. Uh, Boise State looking yeah, to be a I saw. I saw that one, yeah. On the road against Oklahoma State, looking to make a statement for themselves. But I'm going to take uh, Gundy and Bullet in this one. Okay. I think Oklahoma State's going to surprise people this year. Uh, Oklahoma State's favored by two, actually. So that's interesting, right? Favored by two they'll points. Get, um, they'll get it done. They're, they're going to get theirs, right? Yep, he's a forty-year-old man. All right, talk to me. I think. I think with yeah, I do remember that. I think with him, I think sometimes the mullet speaks, you know, to him more than himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that the mullet does more of the talking than his actual self. You know, it just it makes sense. It just makes sense. But uh, interestingly enough, Parker and Tom, how about this though for that game? Boise State and Oklahoma State. The over under sixty-four and a half. 
We taking the over, or taking the under there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against against the grain on YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna take the under. I'm, I'm gonna take the under there. Uh, although not a lot of defense being played for Oklahoma State, I would assume being a Big Twelve team, but uh, you never know. Uh, I just wish you, I wish it was at the blue turf. I, I, I'm a big fan of the blue turf. But um, but yeah, um, Parker, solid, solid, solid three game choice there. You took some of mine. Um, but that's okay. I still love you. All right. Um, I still, I still see a couple that are pretty enticing. Uh, so I guess I'm going to start off right away with the, with the number one game that I am going to pick is Ohio State going on the road, like Parker said, at TCU. I think this is a good test for Ohio State, um, having matched up with Rutgers and uh, uh, Oregon State to begin the season. Uh, kind of did, kind of did their dirty work and uh, got to business and uh, won those games pretty heavily uh, behind the play of uh, quarterback. Um, Dwayne Haskins, excuse me, and uh, a little bit of Tate Martell. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see Tate Martell a lot in this game, just because I don't know if you want to go with that two quarterback set in a game that means so much right now to, against a ranked opponent. So I'm sure you might see a heavy dose of Haskins a lot, which I'm totally fine with because that's the guy that you brought in to be your number one, and that's the guy you're going to ride with the rest of the season, I would assume. Um, but interestingly enough to note, before I pick, there are three games that have been canceled due to the weather situation down. Uh, down a little south of us, uh, Arizona or uh, Eastern Carolina and Virginia Tech is canceled. West Virginia, NC State is canceled. I, I had I had that circled as a as a maybe game uh, for NC State. Then UCF going on the road to North Carolina. Those are your three games that are uh, that are going to be canceled for this week uh, due to the weather situation down south. So, nonetheless, I had picked TCU and Ohio State. I'm going to go with the Buckeyes there. I think uh, I think this is uh, Ryan. This is this is Ryan Day's last game. Uh, he's done a pretty good job up to this point with the, with the team he's been dealt. Uh, obviously, um, granted he played Rutgers and uh, Oregon State, but nonetheless, you still have to play a football game on Saturday, so that's all right. Uh, in this game, the Bucks are fav- the spread is twelve and a half. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to go go with the cover. I, I think I think they'll cover that. To be honest, uh, I don't I don't know if I see it in your eyes, Parker, as being a blowout. Uh, I think it might be close. Uh, for some some sort of the game, um, over under though for this one game, I I don't know if this is it's a surprise for you guys, but it's fifty eight and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I I agree with Tom. I'm definitely taking the over on that one. I think I think both teams are going to score a lot of points. Uh, I don't know about TCU because I don't know how they're going to do against Ohio State's defense. It's pretty good, but but nonetheless, I'm going to take the Bucks in that one. Um, I'm going to go with my next game. Um, I'm going to go with, I think I, I, I heard this today and I kind of agree with it. I'm going to go with uh, Vanderbilt and SEC school 2-0 uh, uh, going on the road to take on Notre Dame um, at their place. So Notre Dame's a 13.5 point favorite. Um, I, I think this game might be closer than what people might think it might think it'll be. Um, I don't know. SEC schools, you know, you know, they're obviously obviously your top dogs. Everyone talks about them, all the hoopla. Um, Notre Dame kind of struggled last week um, against Ball State. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to turn around this week. Um, but I think I think Vanny's defense is one to be noted about. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about them. I don't know if you guys do, but uh, uh, that that's a game I have circled. I'm, I'm going to go Notre Dame by I'm going to go Notre Dame by a touchdown, a field goal here in this one, and um, it's going to be a close game. I believe going to be a close one uh, for Brian Kelly and the boys. Um, but the over under fifty two. How are you feeling about that one? I'm taking the under. Over. Yeah, I think I think uh, I, I don't know. That just. Uh, I don't uh, know. Good game. Yeah. That's a good game, Nick. Good, yeah. Uh, good eye. Good eye on that one. Did you, did you see that one, Parker? Did you Did you miss that one? Yeah. No, I had that one written down. I had Notre Dame close. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that matchup though for the, both those teams. I mean, both two and zero. Oh, uh, see what Vandy's made about, and let's see if Notre Dame can make a turn here with uh, Wimbush and get him going a little more and uh, see what happens. But that's my second game. Um, ah, geez, this is just tough. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, the 330 CBS game. I'm going to go LSU-Auburn. Uh, I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, it's really going to show what Joe Burrow is made of um, going on the road. Um, hostile environment, not easy, easy place to play. War Eagle, baby. Uh, you've, we've seen it throughout the years, man. Uh, 
a lot of college football classics play on that field. Wouldn't we agree, boys? Oh, yeah. Um, but in this game, uh, Auburn favored by 10 and a half. Um, I'm not a huge – I'm not I, – I like Coach O as a person. I think he, you know, I don't know. I think he's, he's, a, he's a great guy. Don't think, like Tom alluded to last uh, this Tuesday, don't think he's that great of a head coach. Um, but I do believe Joe Burrow is a better quarterback for that system. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Auburn, and I'm gonna take him by. I'm gonna take him by seven. Uh, I, I'm gonna take him by seven. I think it's gonna be a good game. Two, two. You know, big powerhouse perennial SEC teams just going at it uh, on a Saturday evening. That's football, baby. That that's some hard nosed football going on. I do like. I feel like I'm talking way too much because I want to get you chimed in, on, get chimed in on here too. What do you guys think about that Brosette uh, running back for LSU? He's a stud, man. Any uh, any chance he could be in the high? I know he's a senior. He's a senior. Um, any any chance he could be in the Heisman uh, competition come the end of the year? I think he just plays in too good of a conference with defenses. So you're saying he won't be? No. I mean. I feel like we've had plenty of SEC running backs in the mix for the Heisman in years past. So, yeah, I mean, if, if he puts up good stats, but I don't know. I feel like no, LSU actually has a decent quarterback. They might throw it a little bit more than they're accustomed to. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get I'm going to get into the stats here, all right, boys? So, Tom, maybe this will switch your vote, but you probably won't because uh, I know you all uh, a little too well. Um so, yeah, they, they opened up with Miami, right? They won 33-17. We all watched it, or if you didn't watch it, you didn't miss much. He uh, he carried the ball 22 times, and he had 125 yards, two tutties. Um, last week against southeastern Louisiana, I know, southeast, southeastern Louisiana, whoop-de-doo, uh, not very big school, uh, 19 attempts. 19 attempts. He had 137 yards, so he had more yards in the previous week with less less carries. Uh, he averaged more yards, seven and a half yards a carry, but he didn't have any touchdowns, believe it or not. Um, so the kid's a pretty good back. I think I believe uh this week, I, I think he might he might be held under a hundred yards this week, uh, which um is gonna be tough when like Tom said, when you play in SEC defenses, you know, stopping the run and uh making your uh your offense and quarterback open up the field and pass the ball. But uh I think this kid's pretty good. I think he's a hard-nosed runner. He's basically, I think he's one of your stereotypical, you know, LSU running backs. You know, just a hard-nosed runner, uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good football player. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Auburn in this one by seven uh, at home. War Eagle. Uh, hopefully, it's a classic, man. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping these games, some of these get big-time games like we saw in Week One against Washington and uh, Auburn. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be just some, some. Good defense, uh, good good defense being played, uh, but I do love it when the offenses get the offensive playbooks get opened up a little bigger and uh, start spreading the field and getting guys moving. But uh, I think it's gonna be a good one, boys. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Auburn by seven. So uh, those are my three. Uh, it's gonna be a good week. Gonna be a good week. All right, um, I'm gonna go um, basically with the betting perspective of this. Um, BYU Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a 22-point favorite. I will take BYU all day with giving them 22 points. I think BYU is going to keep it close. I don't think Wisconsin is nearly as good. They've kind of struggled to score the ball recently. The 7 o'clock game, Alabama at Ole Miss. Alabama is a 22-point favorite. I think that I'm actually going to take Ole Miss to keep it close. The game's in Ole Miss, and Ole Miss has an explosive offense. And then Good my, my sneak game, Washington versus Utah at 10 o'clock on ESPN. Washington is minus five. I will take Utah to upset the Huskies in Utah, in Salt Lake. I like that. I like those. No, two solid games are there at the end, Tom. Good, good eye. Man. I do. I, and I think, I think the Utah one's a good one because um, who did they play last week? Um, yikes. Trying to figure this out. Um, can't remember. Uh, oh, they played. Uh, they played. Yeah, close game. Uh, 
Very, uh, like I said, the Mac played some pretty darn close games last week, uh, all around the field. That game, was, that game was in the cow. Right, right. This one's at in Utah. Um, gonna be different environment, obviously. Uh, they hung forty-one against Weber State. Like I said, Weber State at home, forty-one ten. Uh, not a huge opponent, but I think that's a good one, Tom. I, I'm glad you brought that one up because I, I, I really didn't even see that one to be quite honest. But. Uh, Nonetheless, uh, great games, fellas. Great, great picks this week. Great picks. Um, make sure uh, you, you guys take those notes down. Um, don't want to, don't want to lose them. Don't want to lose them in the sauce. Um, but any, uh, any, um, any expectations for week two, fellas? Any, any expectations at all? What do you, what do you, what are you looking forward to seeing? Maybe, maybe something that was, uh, you know. Awful last week, obviously, and you want to see from a team this week. Uh, go ahead, Parker. Uh, week, week three, Nicholas. Remember? Yeah, week three. Oh. Sorry, I, I always, I always do that. I, every year, I'm going to do that because I always think they're at the same point in the season and schedule wise, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, sorry, I'm just a stickler about that stuff. Sorry, sorry. Right. Right. but it's also a strength. Um, what I'm looking forward to mostly this week, as per the beginning of any college football season, is just hearing all the expectations about these Ohio State, Auburn, LSU, which we've already seen LSU get tested a little bit, but seeing these programs finally get tested like three, four weeks in with Ohio State, they're playing another Power 5 conference team who's ranked Auburn, LSU, are right up top tier SEC, and even teams like Washington and Notre Dame getting tested one on the road, one coming off a close game against our five conference team. So that's what I'm interested to see is who's going to kind of separate themselves just a little bit this week. It's still early. So um, that's all. I'm going to go expectation. I think I think a team that needs to start playing better, and I think it's blatantly obvious, um, and they've been strugg- they struggled in week one and they struggled in week two, but they still won. Uh, it's going to be Florida State. Uh, they're playing at home against Northern Illinois. Uh, I, I mean, I could even say I don't really know much about him besides the quarterback play of Francois right now, but that's a team in my eyes who on both sides of the ball, because what, they gave up 30-some points to, um, well, who was it last year, uh, last week? Uh, to start with an F. Yeah, yeah, um, gave up a bunch of points defensively. Uh, unbelievable. Didn't have, didn't expect it from a Florida State team, but I think we're starting to see Florida State be become a little different, the oddball now. Uh, in the ACC, just because of the coaching change, it might take a while. That's you know that happens. Rome was not built in a day. I can tell you that much. But uh, I think that's a team to watch for as they progress throughout the year uh, to see if they get better or they get worse. Um, I think they'll get worse. But um, if you're a Florida State fan, shout out Gary Levengood. I hope they get they get better for his sake um, and for the the fan base as well. Because uh, other than Florida State football. Uh, Basketball's kind of turned the corner, and baseball's usually pretty good uh, uh, down there. But uh, they love their football, so uh, hopefully they can turn it around. So then, so then, my next question goes to you, Tom. Any uh, expectations or anything you're expecting in Week Three? I expect Notre Dame to beat Vanderbilt by four scores. They they got it. They, it was embarrassing. I was at the game last week. Against Ball State, I just expect them to come out and just absolutely blitz Vanderbilt. I don't expect it to be close. I think that they basically, it was like a letdown game after Michigan, and I think they come back and just bounce back. Yeah, I think I think that's very important for Notre Dame as well. Like you said, uh, played horrible um, last week against uh, Ball State at, at home. Um, and uh, I, I think... I think, like you said, Tom, as if you, if you're a Notre Dame fan, you uh, you kind of have to, you know, want them to just throttle an SEC team this week just to kind of get back on track and uh, get them moving in the right direction because they, at, per usual, Notre Dame has a very tough schedule every year. It seems like so to move through that schedule and get better each week, they're going to have to put some pieces together. So that's key, very, very, very key. Um, Parker, do you have something to add? Sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, you didn't. Okay. Um, yeah. How about uh, how about we highlight? Uh, I want to highlight some action this week. Can, can I highlight some action? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Just because, just because the Mac, 
Um, they took it. They did some damage last week in the. Uh, it's they did some damage last week in uh, college football to some teams. Um, we have we have uh, an interesting one though. Um, Miami traveling on the road. I think due to weather, uh, traveling on the road to Toledo. Um, gonna be weird, huh, boys? Seeing a, a Miami University come into uh, come into the mud and play some football. Yeah, I think I'm going to that game. Are you really? Yeah, I, I think Toledo could win, man. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying they're gonna win, but uh, geez, that, to have a home game against a ranked opponent as a max school, that's that's. <laughs> That's 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 some big that's some big time stuff whether you think it or not. I think that means a lot more to Toledo than you think. Having a uh, ACC school come to your house and play, uh, not even just that. If it happened to anybody, any Max school, I think it'd be a big deal. But uh, Tom, what's your takes on that? I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't think Miami's that good, so hopefully, uh, Coach Candle up in Toledo can get all that stuff taken care of. Yeah, we'll see. We will see indeed. Turnover chain will be brought out in the mud this year. I would assume. But, uh, but yeah, great picks, fellas. Uh, I loved them. Loved them a lot. Um, but, yeah, let's let's go to a our, our, our newest uh, – our newest – uh, segment we got, you know, we did did some hard hard, hard thinking on this, um, and we wanted to make it, you know, electric, very electric. So we're going to we're going to dive into our favorite college football moment um, in our in, in our recent memory, or maybe a past memory. I don't know; it doesn't matter. It can be whatever you want. So, um, yeah, but we're, yes, and we're going to do top three. Top three college football moment, and I'll just start it off right away. Um, and I'm just gonna go to the O2 national championship against uh, the U and the Buckeyes. Um, I can still remember as a kid watching that game, um, and it was great. Let me tell you, uh, what a moment to be a Buckeye fan. Um, back back when the Jimmy Tressel offense days was the hard pounding ground football with your beefy running back and Clarice uh, Maurice Claret and. Uh, Obviously, after him, it followed suit with a bunch of other guys like Beanie Wells and uh, Carlos Hyde and all those good bruisers at Ohio State. But that's that, that's my number one. Uh, that's that's probably my number one, uh, just because it hits so close with being an Ohio State fan. I love that game, and uh, it, it pisses a lot of Miami University Miami uh, Miami fans off because um, they didn't agree with the call. But you know, it is what it is. Football. So uh, that's my number one. Are we just gonna go? You one and. Yeah, we can just we, we can almost just rank it like uh you know top three. We'll just go one one one, and then we'll go uh, next okay. and then last. Or I guess we could we should start from the bottom, but it's it's, it's all right. Tom, you want to go? Uh, you go ahead. Um, probably mine. Uh, most memorable is gonna end up being the Zeke where he broke that big run against Alabama in the semifinal, the first year of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I just dislike Alabama so much. It, it was a close one and two between another Ohio State moment, but I just dislike Alabama so much, and they've been such a powerhouse for so long that not a lot of people gave Ohio State a chance then with uh, JT out, Hardell coming in. Right, so, yeah, I agree. Uh, that's my number one. Tom? Go old school, man. I'm going to go. Oregon versus Michigan, 2005. Oh, yeah. Dennis Dixon, John yes. Stewart. Yes. Making the Statue of Liberty and then keeping it and scoring convincingly. I think Oregon trounced Michigan that year. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one, Tom. Was that, was that the same year that Michigan lost to Appalachian State, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis Dixon – about had the Heisman wrapped up, and then he got hurt. It was a few weeks later. That wasn't the same year, though. No, Appalachian State was in 07. No, it wasn't the same year, but Michigan was on the decline at that point. They yeah. got trounced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's a good one. I like that one, Tom. Um, my next one's going to be, 
And this is this one just like literally sticks out, you know, I probably I probably could have put this one first. That's why I wish I would have started with like the worst and went to the best. That would make more sense uh, to live up to the uh, the the hype there. But uh, I'm gonna go with um, Boise State in Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. Which one? Oh yeah, with the, the one uh, the Adrian Adrian Peterson year and. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember who the quarterback was. Then he was uh, the the quarterback for Boise State. Uh, he was ah, oh, what was his name? He had the tattoos, headband. Uh, or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It, really weird last name. Uh, but yeah, that was um, that was uh, the Fiesta Bowl when uh, they did the Statue of Liberty play at the end. And uh, was it double overtime? Uh, I can't remember. Something crazy. Like, yeah, that it was an it was an 07. And That's uh, when he and Johnson proposed to his girlfriend. Yeah, too, yeah. It? Interesting, interesting. Though, question: Would he have d- proposed to her if they would have lost? I've always, I've always thought that. But they've still gotten engaged. Probably not that night, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. May, probably not that night. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. But uh, I, because it's, it's like I can remember that game. It was like just a back and forth, just touchdown after touchdown after touchdown, and it was awesome. That's when AP was still uh, at Oklahoma. Uh, it was a fun game to watch. Um, I think how uh, Boise State scored one of their uh, the touchdown late was they did the uh, they did a what do you want to call that? Uh, it was uh, is it the stat? It's not staying to play a statue. Lip- well, no, I know they did that on the end zone, but the play to get them to the end zone. What's that? Like on the same drive, they ran a hook and ladder. Yeah, hook and ladder. That's what hook. Yeah, the hook and ladder. I think that, that I think they either put him in the end zone or put him pretty close to the end zone. But uh, I remember watching that play, and I'm just like, I'm just like, wow, do they have any more tricks in their book? Because I mean, that that game was phenomenal. But that, that that's my number two, uh, Boise State and Oklahoma in the 2007 Fiesta Bowl on January first. Great, great pick, man. I had that one in mind too. Um, and Oregon did play. They played Appalachian, or they played Michigan the week after they got upset by Appalachian State and beat Michigan thirty-seven there. And then Michigan played Notre Dame the week after and won thirty-eight to nothing. Well, Mike Hart and Chad Henney getting after it. But um, my second pick would probably be after that we've thought about it through the day when we were thinking about ranking these. Uh, USC versus Texas. In yeah. The Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's like a no-brainer, I think, for a lot of people. I remember uh, my entire family went to bed that night, and I stayed up for the whole thing. And, dude, I was just, like, shaking at the end when Vince Young ran in for that touchdown. Really? These picks really show our age, doesn't it not, boys? Oh, yeah. My turn? Yep. Yep, your turn, Tommy. September 3rd, 2010. Presbyterian versus Wake Forest, <laughs> the bounce pass trick play. <laughs> I love it. One of the, I think, I I remember watching it. I came across like the screen first day. You know, it's like Christmas morning watching college football and seeing the trick play. I'm just like, wow, this is unbelievable. Uh, that uh, speaking of the the teams you said, uh, I was gonna say for mine. I know I'm not. I'm really jumping the gun. Not really. Not really, actually. Uh, hell, this is our show. We can do whatever the hell we want with it. Um, but uh, I know Tom remembers this. Um, this is this isn't my pick, but I, I wanted to bring this up because I, I forgot. I was this, this was on my list. Actually, you want to do uh, you want to do like uh, honorable mentions at the end? Yeah, we'll do honorable. Okay, mentions. I'll say that for honorable mention. So then my last one. So my uh, my last one's gonna be. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Um. It was November sixteenth, so this wasn't a uh, this wasn't during um, wasn't during the uh, postseason. Nothing in, the, in a bowl game. Uh, Two thousand thirteen, um, Auburn, Georgia, um, at Auburn, the final touchdown that was tipped and caught and returned to the end zone, and Auburn ended up defeating Georgia. 43-38 at home. Some very good games played uh, in, at Auburn uh, throughout the years, but that that's one that I'll, I really won't forget other than the return uh, field goal. But I think that one, I remember watching that one because that was the season for Auburn. It was like everything they did, I think it was the last two weeks, 
they had some crazy ending to games and it was just like holy shit like what what am i watching like this is crazy but uh yeah that's my number three auburn georgia um i'm gonna call it the hail mary so uh my final one will be i don't even know what Ethan was it was a couple years ago michigan state versus michigan where the michigan yeah 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 michigan state broke michigan's heart once again and now we're looking at Harbaugh hasn't won a game against a big-time rival yet. He was so close. He was right there. But that's uh, that's my third. Tommy? Um, I think mine is going to be Doug Flutie's senior year, Boston College, first Miami, the Hail Mary. They're still wearing the mesh jerseys. Love it. It's like a belly shirt. Yes. The Hail Mary to beat Miami. Like that's what college sports are all about right there. Oh, yeah. So I'd say that's probably number three for me. Okay. Okay. I like that one. Um, so my honorable mention at number four was going to be the um, the infamous two years ago. Uh, well, actually, no. It's uh, three years ago. Um, it was in October. Um, it, it was played, Tom, in Durham. That's when, not a favorite college football. That's a travesty. When <laughs> when Miami pulled off the eight lateral miracle to return the game to beat the Duke Blue Devils. And that wasn't but, football. That was a, that was an assault on the rule book of football. But uh, yeah, then that's my next question. But and the ACC even confirmed that the referees botched the game, but we're still gonna give the victory to the U. And I don't know, I just I don't know why I even turned my TV off when I was when I, I saw that because I didn't think they were going to even have come close because I mean even wa- just l- seeing the score run across the screen you're like oh my god Duke's going to upset Miami at home uh, what a great game for Duke and then all hell breaks loose in Durham. This is what makes me believe the Illuminati is like a real thing. <laughs> to some people it is, but uh, that's this is my- why I have trust issues. Exactly, um, college football will do that to you. But uh, that's my honorable mention. Um, God, I remember like it was yesterday, and that was in 2015. But uh, Parker, honorable mention for you? My honorable mention is a few years back, Alabama, Auburn. Alabama's cruising through the season. Everyone's saying, oh, they're untouchable. They're going to win it all as every year how it goes. And then they go to kick the field goal. Auburn had someone back to return it, and the field goal was short, and they returned it all the way for a touchdown and won the game. I remember a basketball game that night. I think it was my senior year. Came into the locker room and checked my phone after the game, and I got that update. And I watched the video like 20 times on the way home. I was so pumped. Do you think? Um, do you think Nick Saban, having looked back, would he have tried to kick it again today? Kick the field goal? No. Obviously, obviously, not knowing that he's going to return it for a touchdown, but. Um, right, but hell, I don't know. But yeah, that, that's a good one too. So, Tommy, honorable mention. I'm gonna go 2012. <coughs> Stanford versus Notre Dame. Goal line stand. Stanford hands the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. Yes, and Man on fourth and goal stuffs him. Like it's like it's like the iconic like football that you dream about. You're jumping over the top of the O line, and the linebacker's coming right over top. Who's gonna win? Like it didn't even matter who was like who scored. Like that's just an all time football play right there. Games on the line just helps seal them on an undefeated regular season. I thought that was just awesome. Yes, yeah. indeed, indeed, I would agree. Um. Good, good stuff, boys. That, that's good stuff right there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it for week three, Parker. Did I say it right? Week three? Boy. Week three of football in college. Uh, any last comments, fellas? Um, no. Nope. I'm good. Good. Short and sweet to the point. I like it. I like it. Um, so how, how, about, how about moving on to the big boys in the NFL? Let's get it. Let's do it. I do have the music for this one, so uh, don't uh, don't judge. Um, but uh, 
It's going to be a Barbie girl. What's that? I will if it's like Barbie girl. Then I'll judge. It's not, it's not going to be Barbie girl, Parker. As much as you would enjoy that, um, I can't do that. So we have week two NFL football game going right now. The Baltimore Ravens take on the Cincinnati Bengals in a tough AFC North matchup. Who's going to win? I don't know, but you'll find out tomorrow, bright and early in the morning, folks. But today, but for this week's week two, week two, I said week two, Parker, I'm right, correct? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, we are going to highlight the same thing, three games, pick and choose what you want. Uh, you can pick the Thursday night game. I don't give a shit, really. Um, pick it. And we'll talk about it, digest it for a little bit, uh, sleep on not sleep on it, I lied. You can sleep on it tonight, and then go from there. So I will start out with my number one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings going on the road to take on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau at 1 o'clock. A banged-up Aaron Rodgers, see how he does against a tough, tough Minnesota go-skull defense. I think they're good. I think Minnesota's defense is, is really, really good, um, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Vikings here. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Vikings on the road. I think the defense gets the job done. I think they'll put a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I think Green Bay made a lot of good adjustments last week against the rush against uh, the Chicago Bears. But I'm, I'm gonna go Vikings this week. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, Rodgers might not even play in that game. Uh, I don't think he's practiced yet, and the Vegas odds on the spread just went up in the Vikings' favor. So maybe Vegas knows something. They must. Maybe somebody there knows that Rodgers probably is not going to play. Okay. So, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, I forgot. I just kind of zoned out. Uh, you had something else to say? Sorry. Oh, I'm done. Does anyone have anything else to say? No, I was going to go my. I was going my number two. Okay, go ahead. If you don't mind, can I speak, Parker? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with a 8:20 game. Uh, the New York Football Giants take on the Dallas Cowboys, uh, America's team, supposedly. Um, the reason why I'm picking this game is because last week both teams pr- played like crap. Uh, I think New York mustered, what, 15 points, and Dallas mustered up six or eight, eight points. Uh, Zeke got 15 carries. Uh, a total of 15 carries the whole game uh, brought me back to uh, Columbus back in the day, but you know, nonetheless, uh, I'm I'm going to take the uh, I'm actually going to go with the New York Football Giants in this one. I think the Cowboys is going to start out 0 and 2. Their line's kind of shaky, uh, I think, up front right now for Dallas. But uh, I'm going to take the Football Giants uh, on this week's matchup. Uh, hopefully, Eli doesn't throw pick six. I think he'll be fine. Uh, but I think this is a um, a big year for Eli. Uh, in terms of moving forward with his career. Uh, so I'm picking the New York football giants, like I had said. And then my last one, uh, last game, uh, this is a toughie. Uh, a lot of good ones out there. Um, but I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with the Patriots on the road against Jacksonville. Um, I think that could be a good one. I know Jalen Ramsey's all talk. Seems like around the league. Uh, he likes to run his mouth. But I think Tom Brady shuts his trap up this week. And Gronk scores three touchdowns on that defense. So I'm going to go Pats on the road. And uh, that's going to do it for my picks. Uh, my, my top three this week. Still a lot of good games out there, hopefully. Uh, you can still pick the same games. I don't really care. Uh, but go ahead, Parker, whenever you're ready. Uh, for my first, I'll take a 1 o'clock game. Falcons at home against the Panthers. Panthers look really good defensively against the Cowboys in week one. Um Falcons didn't look very good against the Eagles on opening night. I'm going to take the Panthers on the road. I think Matt Ryan's woes are going to keep uh, happening against this really good Panthers defensive front. Um, Yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers in that one. My second game, I'll take the Steelers and the Chiefs. Steelers at home, Big Ben. It looks like he might not play. He didn't practice today. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, obviously he's not playing. I'm going to take the Chiefs on the road as well. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill going to keep putting up big numbers. And then my last game, uh, Redskins at home against the Colts. Uh, 
didn't really pay attention to the Redskins week one. would like to see how Alex Smith does against this Colts team. Uh, be nice to see how Andrew Luck keeps doing. Uh, he looked pretty good week one. So I'm going to take the Redskins at home in this one, though. And nice. that's, that's my three. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Tommy, who we got this week, buddy? All right. Um, sneaky game that I think, like, when you look at the schedule the first week, you think it's not going to be that good. But Dolphins-Jets. Jets are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I like taking the Dolphins in that one. The next one, Buccaneers-Eagles. The Eagles are a four-point favorite or a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Bucks. I like the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to put up a lot of points. The game's in Tampa. And then the last one. I think is actually going to be a really interesting game. Seahawks and Bears, see how the Bears respond, and to see if Russell Wilson can shake off some criticism that was thrown at him from last week in a new week on Monday Night Football. I like the Bears as a four-point favorite over the Seahawks. I like it. I like it. Good picks. Good picks. Uh, do, do we have any repeats or no? I don't believe so. Uh, well, that's good. Good re- no repeats. That's a good day, uh, Parker. I know you and I like to always talk about it. Um, how are we feeling about the white helmet Rams going into week two? I mean, I think that if the Falcons continue to struggle, I think the Rams are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. They are stacked from top to bottom all across the roster. Jared Goff's my fantasy QB, so he better light it up this year statistically. And they got, I think, one of the easier divisions in football. Uh, I mean, the 49ers didn't look very hot in week one. I know it's week one. Uh, Cardinals, I think, are going to be one of the worst teams in football this year. And then the Seahawks, they obviously haven't really helped out Russell Wilson because his offensive line is still garbage. So, yeah, I think they'll be pretty good. What do you think, Nick? I do, too. I think I think their defense is really good. That's a big key for him this year. Obviously, Jared Goff's a good quarterback, and he got Todd Gurley, one of the best running, one of the better running backs in the league. Uh, I think they'll be. I think they're going to be good. Uh, I think they're going to have a good season again, uh, underneath the young, the young head coach once again. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting big things. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I think the, I think they'll get a, a big win. That, I wouldn't say a big win. They're going to get a huge win this week on uh, at home against Arizona. But uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, then it goes to my next point. Any uh, any anything? Any expectations going into week two? Anything? Any game? Um, could we see a tie this weekend? Is that a possibility? No, I don't believe so. No ties this weekend? Nah. If you had to pick one game that could be a tie, one game that you could potentially see being a tie, who would it be? Maybe 49ers-Lions? Yeah, I was thinking that one. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, that could be, that could be one. Um, Texans-Titans. Texas tie, yeah, that's a good one, very good one. Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go Oakland Denver. Never know, but uh, Parker. Yes, sir. I know you're a Steelers fan. What happens if the Steelers, after week two, go o o and two? Oh, I'm sure everybody out on social media and. In the sports media, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, they should have just paid Le'Veon the two without him. When I just saw statistics that they scored, more, they scored more points per game since 2015 without him. And 16 games, I mean, that's a substantial amount of game. It's like five points per game more. They have a better winning percentage without him. I feel like running back is the most replaceable position in football. I don't know if you guys agree with me with that. I mean, it's nice to have a good running back, but look at the Patriots. They've gone like an entire decade without a big-time running back. It's been since Corey Dillon. So, I mean, people are going to press the panic button on the Steelers, but I'm not going to because I don't think the Ravens or the Bengals are really that consistent of football teams to worry about open two. Good stuff, good stuff. Tom, I got, I got a question for you. Yeah. All right, going into week two of the NFL, um, Anything, any team that sticks out in your mind that has anything to improve on, or do you want to see more from? Uh, haven't seen, ha- haven't, haven't gone through week one already, or something that you know maybe surprised you in week one that you uh, are surprised about maybe going into week two. So, a team that surprised you, or a, a team that you know just needs to, you know, 
work on to get better for week two or anything you saw from a team and what can they do to uh, get better in a sense? Um, I have two teams. Number one, a team that I need to see more of, the Raiders. I mean, I want to know how good are the Raiders. You know, did they just go out and get a coach, pay him $100 million for nothing, or do they have somebody who is going to make adjustments and they're actually going to make something out of it? And the team that I need to see a lot more of and basically just see see if he's, you know, as good as what everyone says he is, is Matt Stafford. Yeah, I agree. He played like crap against, I think, a Jets defense, which isn't going to be very good. So those are my two. I need to see more from the Raiders and Matt Stafford particularly. If he's going to be an elite quarterback, I want to see an elite quarterback on Saturday or Sunday. I would agree. Uh and just and just watching the game uh, on uh, watch a little bit of the game. I mean, you got to think the contract that Matthew Stafford got, and he was basically getting paid to throw the football to the the team in a different color jersey all night long. Um, granted, he didn't get the greatest protection, but then again, he didn't, he didn't make the greatest of uh, decisions. So uh, I would definitely agree with you there. No doubt with that one, uh, Parker. Anything this week that might surprise you, uh, or uh, anything you need to see more of? I want to see more of Ryan Fitzpatrick and that awesome beard just lighted up on the field like he did against the Saints last week. Um, I mean, I have confidence in him because he's been steady throughout his career, I feel like. They are going to be up with the Eagles, but the Eagles kind of struggled to put points on the board last week, so uh, that'll that's an interesting game to me. And then uh, Bears-Seahawks Monday night. Nice uh see Khalil Mack. To see how much of a difference he continues to make on that Bears defense, uh, especially going up against, like I said previously, the Seahawks' uh, very poor offensive line. He's going to be getting after Russell Wilson all night, and Russell Wilson, we know, is one of the best quarterbacks at uh, keeping plays going, keeping his feet. So that'll be a fun game to watch. Um, and I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with a team that Week One I thought. Played pretty darn good, and I'm I'm expecting big. I won't say big things, but uh, some a lot of improvement from week to week. Is I'm I'm gonna go with your Colts, Tom. I think keeping Andrew Luck healthy, giving him a good steady dose of his you know his wide receivers, get him in a rhythm, get him going. I mean, it, it, he didn't he didn't really he didn't miss a beat week one. We saw that against the Bengals, a game they should have probably won. Um, I'm looking for them to contend pretty well this year with a quarterback like uh, Andrew Luck. I think he's good when he's healthy. So uh, I'm looking to see each week how Andrew Luck improves and how he could potentially get that team into the playoffs, uh, if not close to it this year, uh, you know, and this season uh, for 16 games. So that's my uh, – and, and and another one I kind of want to highlight is when, is when are the Eagles going to go into that panic mode maybe if, if they lose this week to Tampa, if they, if they take a loss on the road? Uh, do they try to rush Carson Wentz back as quick as they can because, you know, you can't let some of these games early on the season slip. Uh, all these games matters matter. It's a 16 game season. Uh, every game, every game counts, obviously. So curious to see how they progress uh, offensively, and uh, if they do get in some trouble, are they going to try to rush Carson Wentz back too soon? Are they going to wait? Uh, so a lot of questions there. Um, but nonetheless, good, 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 uh, good, uh, good talks tonight, boys. Good picks. Some solid breakdowns. Um, Anything else? No, I'm good. We got about 10 minutes left. I don't know if you guys want to do another bit. Uh, it's fine with me if you do. If you don't, uh, what do you think? I say we let the viewers off early at night. I say we do too. Um, but, yeah, that is going to do it tonight for WWP. Um, go look us up on uh, Twitter. Uh, we're up, we're up uh, every night, uh, uploaded after each podcast. Uh, we do our thing. I'm uh, gonna spice it up each week. Not gonna do the same things anymore. Gonna try to go with a different little, different program. Um, so I'm interested to see how, how it progresses. And for the fans out there, if you have anything that you would like us to talk about or like us to discuss during the podcast, feel free, man. We're we're open book over here at WWP. Um, I did, fellas. This this is this is some breaking news. Breaking news. All right, you, you ready for this? You ready or no? I hear crickets. Yeah. Um, yeah give it to us. My buddy, he has a podcast. It's called Mo in the Morning. I was on his show today, uh, probably around five. He had to be in for a call. 
Um, thinking about a, a, a collab here with the two podcasts. They do the same kind of stuff we do. Um, they're more heavy into the college football or the NFL realm, which is fine. Um, but maybe taking some bits from them and uh, have a nice little uh, collab there with the two podcasts and getting together some night. I don't know. Uh, it's in the making. It's in the making. They got a couple guys that uh, like to do it, and they've been they've been doing it. Uh, they probably started uh, maybe they started later than we did, but uh, nonetheless, they have a good show. Uh, they're on SoundCloud. Check them out. Uh, Mo in the morning uh, with Casey Mulcahy. You can follow him on Twitter as well. But so uh, that's gonna do it for tonight on this beautiful Thursday. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. I uh, hope you guys enjoy your weekend watching a lot of football. Football's back. Um, we are football guys, right? Yes. Big football guys. Um, good luck to the uh, Warren Central this weekend. Uh, Tommy, who you got tomorrow? Ben Davis. Ben Davis tomorrow night. Uh, home game? Oh, yeah. Pink out. Pink out for uh, Warren Central. Uh, go check him out. Look at the website. Uh, do your thing. But that's going to do it tonight for WWP. Uh, I just want to say have a great night, America, and sleep well. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time, one last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.